Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, a.k.a. Mod. And I'm David, a.k.a. Macintosh. It's Season 6, Episode 9, The Saddle Row Review. Rarity opens her new store in Manhattan, but her friends fear that a review of the event will reveal all the problems and mistakes they hid from her. It's a rarity episode. Sort of. It's also a main six episode. It is, but it focuses on, like, Rarity's thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to have a guest. We do. And we have a, a rarity enthusiastic guest. It's Kate Harlow. Hello, friends. Hello. Welcome oh. to Pony World. Thank you. So happy to be back. So you still like rarity? I, so far, yes. I think it might be one of those, like, I like it because I feel like I recognize it, which doesn't necessarily pan out so well if I start to actually <laughs> critique. <laughs> But, you know, it's as we were discussing before on on the Book of Faces, people who identify with John Ralphio might have some some questionable life qualities that they should examine. Okay, extra points for you for giving me the perfect segue to a little bit of trivia about this episode. Ah. The original working title was Saddle Row and Wreck because they based the format of this episode on Parks and Rec. Oh, my Ah. God. That makes so much sense, too. With all of the mockumentary-style, like, interviews. Oh, my And God. also, the waffles. The yes. pancakes. The breakfast foods. There's a lot of breakfast food. Yes. Ah, it's so good. But it's no so good. Shana Mulway tweep. Instead, we get sort of a harsh reporter pony. Mm-hmm. Yes, we get buried lead, who is modeled after J. Jonah Jameson. Yep. Which yep, is yep. That makes sense. Adorable. <laughs> uh Adorable. All right, so we'll go. We'll go. Just go straight into this episode. We start with the the friends are running through town. Rainbow Dash is flying. They're in a hurry. But Fluttershy is running. Yeah, I was like Fluttershy, why are you running? You has wings. Because she doesn't fly unless she has to. Uh, it's like Rainbow Dash doesn't run unless she can't fly. Well, that's true. Uh, yeah, it's just it's a fact. Come on, if we hurry, we can get there before the paper is even delivered to Rarity's house. Maybe she won't read the article. I'm pretty sure Rarity's going to read a review of her new boutique in Manhattan. I still can't believe we just blabbed everything that happened to that reporter. I just hope it doesn't end up being an article about how her friends almost ruined the opening. I think you're all overreacting. Rarity's our friend. If any pony is going to understand, it'll be her. And so, like, they all stop at her door. So they've all been running to Rarity's door because she's not with them. Nope. And they very nervously, they open the door. And Rarity opens it and she has her serious, like, grumpy, severe Rarity face on. I was wondering when all of you were going to show up. (gasps) Now we can all read the review together. Um, I have an idea. How about we don't read it? What she means is, before you read it, we should probably tell you about- No, 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 darling. Please, no spoilers. But- No spoilers! Oh, okay. (laughs) She's intense about this and scared. (laughs) I would be scared of Rarity. (laughs) Anytime Rarity yells and then smiles back at the camera, it's very disconcerting. It's not good for her. It's not good for Rarity. Rarity has a bad case of Rarity resting face, so 
Correct. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't really know what's happening behind those eyes. It's that condescending smile thing. <laughs> so we get our theme song. My little pony. My, my little, little pony. Ah. Now, is every pony ready to hear what I'm sure is a stellar review that describes in stunning detail exactly how each of you contributed to the successful opening of Rarity for You? She has grabbed her red reading glasses, and Fluttershy has run and hidden in the clothing rack. (laughs) She just doesn't want to be seen. Oh, poor Fluttershy. So Rarity starts to read the article, and it turns out that the journalist got some inside scoop. And what a scoop it was. So now we cut to this cafe. And every time we're in this cafe, there's a pony talking to the journalist. Journalist is buried lead. And every time we're in the cafe, the ponies we see in the background change. Mm -hmm. And the first time we're in here, the background ponies are the ponies from Pulp Fiction. (laughs) They're very cute and adorable, but they are not our random pony options this week because we have better ones. Because every time we visit Manhattan, we get really cool random ponies. It's true. <laughs> okay, kid. You successfully opened a shop in Manhattan, and that's no mean feat. Most ponies might wonder what it feels like. Here's how it's going to be. I'm going to interview you and your friends so I can paint a picture of how it all came together. A word picture, mind you, not an actual picture. Many questions? Well, I, I was wondering. Let's get started. Miss Rarity, you got shops all over Equestria, but this was your first time trying to make it in the big city. What made you think you could tackle it on your own? But I wouldn't say all over Equestria. I just have two other boutiques, one in my hometown of Ponyville and one in Cantalot. Uh, Still, when I decided to open this one, I was nothing but confident. And Kate was here with us when she opened that one in Canterlot, and it did not go very well either. Poor, it just... Why why don't we have sassy saddles in this episode? That was my number one question. Like, if you have a successful manager, they can train somebody to hold it down, at least while they go and open up a new franchise. Yeah, to help, help you open the new one. Like, obviously, she knows how to get things going, so, like... She would have had this episode, top to bottom, done, cleaned up. Yeah, I guess it doesn't, that's not as funny. Yeah, that doesn't make plot. <laughs> it also, there's something about Manhattan where she just feels the need to be hands-on. Oh, well, we do know that Sassy Saddles had that bad past of like, every time she opened a shop, it closed. So maybe she's not welcome on Saddle Row. Mm. Maybe, maybe. Ooh, she might. Possible. She might be blacklisted from the whole city. Ooh. All right, so... Now we do quick cuts to each of the main six talking to the reporter. So each time they talk, they're they're just swapping. It's just a clean cut. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we start with Twilight. Let's just say that if I could choose, I probably wouldn't do it that way again. Well, that wasn't the funnest party ever. It was a plum pucker pig pushing disaster. (laughs) After a lifetime of awesome, I think every pony's allowed to mess up every now and then, right? And then Rainbow Dash sees the pencil and looks at the reporter quizzically. Wait, are you writing this down? Um, it didn't go exactly how I thought it would, but, um, started out all right. <laughs> and so we, we cut down and all the ponies, they're walking down the street. And we've seen this street previously this season. In episode three, the gift of the Mod Pie, we actually walked down the street. That's actually where Rarity found the location for this shop. Rarity's very excited about how beautiful this place is going to be. Welcome to Saddle Row, an entire street lined with the most fashionable boutiques in all of Equestria. 
If it's supposed to be the most fashionable block of shops, where's Stinky Bottom's Discount Hat Emporium? Uh, that's also a lovely callback to last season where Applejack got a new hat. <laughs> it's very cute. I like some of these tiny callbacks. Stinky Bottom. Yep. Stinky Bottom <laughs> Discount Hat Emporium. Wow. That's a very unfortunate name for a pony. That's a mouthful, too. Welcome to Stinky Bottom Discount Hat Emporium. Ugh. Rarity shows us to the actual shop that's going to be hers, and oh my god, <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is not up to Rarity standards? Style? Uh, it's a shack. <laughs> you can see where it once was something quite beautiful, but it's not in good shape. You know, it's New York real estate. Yeah, it, it hasn't been kept up. It hasn't been given the love it deserves. And it, it needs somebody or some pony with a, a lot of funds to come in and restore. Rarity, it's lovely, but are you sure you'll be ready to open tonight? <gasps> no need to fret over a mere moderate amount of preparation. At, at this point, dust has gone everywhere, and everyone's shaking it off except for Fluttershy, who's just standing there like, what do I do with this? <laughs> what, what do I do? I have become a dust furry. Aww. She just, like, brushes a tiny bit off, and it doesn't get anything off of her. Mm-hmm. My clothes arrive soon, my sales associate after that, and with a little dusting, we'll be ready for the grand opening tonight. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. And so then we welcome a character named Mr. Stripes, who I, I don't like at all. Uh-uh. He's an unfortunate stereotype, I would say. He's a standard New York Eastern European landlord, I mean. It's an unfortunate stereotype. <sighs> it, it it feels icky and I don't like it. Yeah, no, I, I, he's... He's clearly painted to be a slumlord, and it's unfortunate that the slumlords in Equestria happen to be the same stereotype as the slumlords in New York City. That's yeah. true. Uh-huh. Could we, we should have had British slumlords. Come on. Rarity, so good to see you. Your store, it's going to be a very good place, I think. <laughs> we cut to the cafe. Mr. Stripes owns the building. He's a very pleasant landlord, although he can be pushy at times. Okay, all the time. You've met my daughter, the apple of my ear, the hay in my hoof. You will let her work with you. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> so he's got a daughter that he's going to make work for her. It's the only thing he loves more than being pushy is his daughter. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There are two things he loves more than being pushy. Oh, yes. Is One it? is my daughter. The other is miniature doll furniture, and I would sell my entire mini furniture collection to make my daughter happy. You understand? Giant, giant big eyebrows. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I just don't think it's going to be possible. Let me say it another way. Hire her, or I raise your rent until you can't afford. Oh, ah, welcome aboard. Uh, gross. I don't like it, though. I appreciate that Rarity tried to keep it professional and be like, no. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to money, okay. <laughs> okay, you broke me. Now, on the other hand, Mr. Stripe's daughter is amazing. <laughs> okay, she's got a, a heart plaid cutie mark and braces, and she's just adorable. Mm-hmm. First idea, instead of clothes, we'll sell glow-in-the-dark teeth like this. <laughs> and she's throwing her teeth, but they glow in the dark. Holy, what a splendid idea. Uh, uh, Cut to the cafe. 
glow-in-the-dark teeth. What was she thinking? Oh, gross. Oh, no. This is not going to go well for anybody. Anybody. So everybody's, like, working back in the stock room, and Rarity goes into the stock room and has a rarity moment. Ma! Fluttershy, your assistance is required in the stockroom post-haste. And we discover that raccoons have been living in the stockroom, and they're talking, so Fluttershy does her thing. Smokey made too much noise eating garbage, so Softpad's mother made them move out of the trash can. We cut to the cafe, and Fluttershy is eating with the raccoons. They're having hay fries and drinks. Hey, sometimes Fluttershy forgets <laughs> that animals are animals. Now, I know she's a pony, but still. <laughs> then Smokey Jr. found a nice home in the crawl space behind the building, but Mr. Stripes demolished it, so they were temporarily camped out in the back until they found a new place to live. These are the most adorable records. That is the most adorable. They're very, and, very cute. Until they do turn rabbit at one point, a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. they have the, they, they're in wild animals. But Smokey, Soft Pad, Smokey Jr.? I appreciate it. I would adopt this family of raccoons. (laughs) But only this family of raccoons. Okay, again, another great Parks and Rec reference. I know. The raccoons have taken all over Pawnee. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's so good. So back at the boutique. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I can't have a family of rubbish-scented raccoons living in my boutique. Oh, did you hear that? (laughs) Turns out there's a club pony party palace upstairs. Turns out there's a club pony party palace upstairs! (laughs) (laughs) So Rarity does not enjoy this, but Pinkie Pie is, this is her place. This is her people. And of course, this is at the cafe. Yes, we we took these moments at the cafe. So then we see this lovely, I love, I love it when any show does this, where we see Rarity come out the building, she goes up the stairs, and we see her walk through the building to go upstairs to where this, this club is. And we come in and we, we run into a bouncer pony. And then we see DJ Pwn3, as well as three dancer ponies, who are going to be our rando ponies of the week. (laughs) From left to right of the dancers, they are Flash Dancer, Pacific Glow, and Azure Velour. <laughs> and Azure Velour looks a lot like Jean Raphael. Like, oh my god. I think that one looks like Jean Raphael the most. So true. So Rarity tries pleading with the bouncer. I'm sorry. Could you please ask her to turn it down? Can't hear. D- no reaction. Could you ask her to turn it down, please? No reaction. Turn it down, please! Oh, please! And and two other ponies show up to go dancing. They're actually previous rando ponies of the week. That is Surf and Turf. (laughs) So we cut to the cafe with Rarity. Fools today listen to their so-called music far too loud. I realize that makes me sound like an old mare. But this is business. So we go to the store and everybody's still trying to clean. Dance music is playing. Everything's creaking. I wish we were having as much fun as they are. Well, sweeping can be fun too. Sweep, 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 sweep. (laughs) But then as Twilight Sparkle is doing that, she'll take a moment, she'll stop, and then she'll twirl her broom. And then she'll go sweep, 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 and then she'll twirl it again. Cut over to the cafe with Dash and Applejack. Yeah, they're in the booth now together. (laughs) Only Twilight could make a dance remix about sweeping. I mean, 
How lame is that? Yeah, it wasn't even catchy. Nope. Huff, Huff bump. Huff bump is a joke. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. In that moment, they are Tom Haverford and John Raffio. Oh my god. They are. <laughs> oh my god, my brain hurts in the best way. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. So we cut back to the store and... Now they're all doing this. They're all doing the sweep, 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 sweep thing. Sweep, sweep, but sweep. Pinkie Pie comes by. She does not have a broom. She is spinning on her tail like it's a buffering machine. <laughs> I feel like it's about this point that we ought to say, Kate, did you know you were in for basically a Looney Tunes cartoon version of the show? I mean, you you know how well prepared I am for everything. I, I came into this blind and I'm just, just delighted to be here. <laughs> glad to hear it because this is not a conventional pony sewed at this point no but it's amazing <laughs> it, it's i do love it when a show like this breaks form with this mm-hmm. mockumentary style it yeah. is it's refreshing and it helps tell the story really well yeah apparently dj pone three has a residency at the party palace upstairs but security won't let me speak to her <laughs> ah! What in the name of Celestia was that? So that we cut to the cafe. Now Plaid Stripes is going to talk to <laughs> Barry Lee. Why is she giving she, interviews? She's not a friend. <laughs> you know, most stores have those little jingle bells when the door opens. <laughs> I thought we should have something with a little more pizzazz. So I installed one of Daddy's antique coins. And then we hear honk, 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 honk. Because Plaid Stripes is literally just opening and shutting the door, opening and shutting the door. <laughs> I yeah. see this is a thing that I would do in yeah. my own home, not just installing a horn, uh, an yeah. antique horn, but also just standing there opening and closing the door. I understand that <laughs> impulse. I do. It, yeah, I do. I, at fine. one point in high school, before I actually had my own car and needed to use a horn to like assert myself against other terrifying drivers, I really, really wanted a horn that went, Arga! <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair so. and should be an option when you're purchasing a vehicle. You're not wrong. What kind, of horn, <laughs> what kind of horn upgrades? There should also be multiple kinds of horns. I think mm-hmm. we all agree with this. I don't understand how it's still not a thing. I'm just saying. Well, we'll have to do something about that after I think of a way to quiet down that music and after I finish designing the window display. And <laughs> just a big crash sound. Ah, wait, is this my merchandise shipment from Ponyville? But it's completely disorganized. And a random male pony just shrugs and leaves. Uh, uh, uh. And then in walks one of our favorite fashion ponies. It's Coco Pomel. <laughs> Gesundheit. Oh, Miss Pomel, I'm so glad to see you. Now, as the sole sales associate of Rarity for you, I hate to add to your already overflowing plate of responsibilities, but it looks as though we just have a tad more to do before tonight than I thought. Uh, actually, I... I can't work tonight. Oh? Why not? She blows her nose, which I'm not going to pretend to do because that's gross. (laughs) And then we cut to the cafe and Coco Pamel literally just sneezes. In a pile of Kleenexes. That's That's all she does. Which also, why is she the sole sales associate for Rarity for You? So there's no manager and there's only one sales pony? Rarity didn't plan this one out. 
But she got uh, way too excited about Manhattan. Yeah, but Canterlot Boutique, she only had one associate who had an ill-defined role, took over everything, and then didn't really do a good job of selling stuff. I don't know. Well, she sold one thing really well. One thing really one well. Thing. Rarity's bad at business. Yeah. Yeah. She's a bad business pony, yet somehow has three locations. Yeah. It's not right. She's good in fashion. The accent gets you everywhere. It does, mm. it does help. So we go to, back to the store. Feel better, my sweet. We'll manage without you, somehow. And we'll manage glowing teeth and car horns and disorganized clothes and dance music. Am I forgetting anything? We hear the raccoons talking, and we get an eye twitch from Rarity. What am I going to do? And, and, and now we're outside, and everyone outside can hear her crying. I understand that overwhelming feeling. and just oh, like, yeah. How am I going to get all this shit done? Mm. I do sympathize with Rarity here, but she she could have planned better. Yeah. So we cut back to the cafe and Twilight's talking. Well, opening a store in Manhattan is a pretty big deal. It's natural that Rarity would be a little stressed about how it was going, since it wasn't going well. Still, I think she handled it all right. My dream is doomed. Doomed, I tell you. Doomed. (laughs) I know things haven't gone perfectly so far, but we've done this kind of thing before. If we all work together, this is the funniest interruption. Yeah, because like we're I've get, ever seen. We're about we're gonna start. We're starting that Twilight Sparkle lecture about friendship. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the offer, but this is Manhattan. To make it in the fashion scene here, everything has to be perfect. The perfect location, the perfect clothes, the perfect opening. Maybe we should just postpone. Postpone. Darling, tonight is the last night of the fall season. If we don't open tonight, it won't be... (sighs) Perfect. Yes, I know what needs to be done. I just need more of me. Oh, how I wish I could make copies of myself. Cut to the cafe, Pinkie Pie. Yeah, making copies of yourselves always sounds like a great idea, but before you know it, you're locked in a room with 50 Pinkie Pies watching paint dry. Oh my god, this is the best callback to an episode ever, because this actually happened. And, and... The pony sitting directly behind Pinkie turns around and it's Pinkie Pie with a hat on. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I missed that. How did I miss that? She chomps down on her pancakes and hidden behind the stack of pancakes is a pony with a fedora that turns out to be a Pinkie Pie. Oh my god. What? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, uh, Too Many Pinkie Pies is one of the best episodes <laughs> they've done. Because it's insane. <laughs> it It is literal madness. One of the writers and creators of My Little Pony talk about like just going too far and giving t- way too much to the animators. That was one of the episodes that they pointed at. And we're like, oh, yeah, we did that with too many Pinkie Pies and we thought they were going to kill us. <laughs> we cut back to the store. We can do this. We can stay true to your vision. You do that? Fluttershy, you'll handle those strong-smelling raccoons for me? Of course. Leave plaid straps to me. I'll handle her and her uh, good ideas. Oh, oh, oh! And I can go upstairs to that non-stop party and have tons of fun and eat some cake and set off party cannons and... <clears throat> and then make them be quiet. She's sad about that. She wants to go party. Well, this is a party pony. I know. That's what pinkies do. She's a whole song about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh, Twilight. I'm pretty sure I know some pony who wouldn't mind organizing this merchandise shipment for you. I'm talking about myself. 
Oh, please let me organize it. <laughs> I am Twilight in this moment. <laughs> because I like to organize things. This all sounds splendid, but I don't even have a single employee, and I'll need the best of the best. Leave the hiring to me. Oh, this is it, my dears. If you can handle these problems, I'll focus on the designs for the front window display. We'll show Manhattan what rarity for you is all about. Oh, what would I do without you? Cut to the cafe. What would she do without us? Huh, let me think. Oh my god, Rainbow Dash. Charlings, I'm absolutely doomed. 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 <laughs> I sound just like her. <laughs> oh, that's too meta for this podcast. It's too meta for even this podcast. And then, of course, hey, you're not writing this down, are you? I don't think Rainbow Death <laughs> understands how interviews work or journalists work. Like, Love Rainbow Dash. She's great. But I don't think she understands how this happens. I mean, in fairness, I think none of them really appreciate it because, like, anybody who is being interviewed about their friend's store should never trust the reporter to go off the record for the part where they go, oh, but it was a disaster. <laughs> like, you don't have to say it was a disaster. Don't lie. But you don't have to be like, oh, my God, you should have been there. People died. Like, it was bad. Hats off to Barry Lead for making them comfortable enough to be honest. It's true. I mean, you ply me with some waffles and pancakes. Yeah. So that's a Or if you're Rainbow Dash, you just don't know when to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have that problem sometimes. <laughs> now for the perfect window display. Hmm. So Rarity goes to work in the window. And then we, we cut to upstairs. Pinkie Pie is going to talk to DJ Pwn3. DJ Pwn3 is spinning. We've got the dancers dancing. And Pinkie Pie is just, she's ready to go. Oh, I can't really stop a super fun party in the middle of a mega happy fun times, can I? Oh, what would Rarity want? And poof. There's a Rarity devil on her shoulder. <laughs> Keep that party going till the break of dawn. Really? Poof. A Rarity angel. Indubitably. And as for the roof... Get jiggy. Raise it, Pinky. Raise it like you've never raised it before. Oh, if you say so. Oh, please, Pinkie Pie. Never in a million years would I say such bald dash. And they both go. So Pinky pulls out a record and starts talking to the bouncer and basically just like dances her way over to DJ Pwn <laughs> 3 and is like, I'd play this whole thing if I were you, no matter what other ponies think. So DJ Pump 3 stops the music and turns on this other one, and it's just... It's shopping music. Yeah, it's so bad. And Pinkie Pie's like dancing to it, and the dancer's just like, You ruined our party, Pinkie. Bad. She's a bad party pony. And so now we cut to Rainbow Dash is on the street with three ponies that are looking for a job. Now, these three ponies are meant to look like fashion designers. Carl Lagerfeld, Betsy Johnson, and Zandra Rhodes. That, so, yes, they, they are supposed to be fashion ponies. Rarity for you is only hiring the best of the best. And to me, that means the fastest. Now, uh, before we begin, am I doing this right? What would Rarity want? No plan! And so she, she flies away, and then she flies back really quickly. Who can be the first one to tell me what fabric this is? That's Organza. 
Are you sure? It's a thin, plain weave, sheer fabric traditionally made from silk. So, yeah. I don't know the first thing about clothes back at the cafe. Pretty much all I can do is look at something and tell you if it's clothes or not. This chair? Not clothes. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We have identified the gaps in Rainbow Dash's knowledge. (laughs) There's so many. I mean, up until, I don't know... A couple of moons ago, she thought reading books was only for eggheads, so... That's okay. She had to expand her horizons, but, like, wow. (laughs) Like, I get not knowing fabric. I don't know a lot about fabric. Like, (laughs) I took a textiles class, and it was boring as shit. (laughs) But I can tell you if it's clothes or not clothes. Being proud of telling you a chair is not clothes. The bar has gotten really low. (laughs) Really low. So we go back to the store... See if you can keep up with me here. What are all clothes made of? Uh, fabric? Bingo, but not in this store. Uh-uh, not anymore. Oh, no? Two words for you. Spoon clothes. All of our clothes will be made of spoons. <laughs> She's dead serious about this. Spoon clothes. Oh, Applejack. <sighs> what would Rarity want? You know, I like you plaid stripes. If it were up to me... We'd have a spoon clothes store right next to Stinky Bottoms Discount Hat Emporium. But it ain't up to me, so the answer is no. Cut to the cafe? Personally, I think spoon clothes ain't such a bad idea. Useful, too. Eating soup, stirring gumbo, digging little holes. (laughs) She leaned into that digging little holes a bit much. (laughs) So we go to the storeroom and Twilight is done organizing the clothes. There. Perfect. Although what would Rarity want? Maybe she wouldn't like it done by color to start over she takes all the clothes and she's gonna organize them again oh we cut to the back room and fluttershy is very nervous hello smoky soft pad smoky jr i have some interesting news i (laughs) oh i'd like you all to stay here forever but what would rarity want you have to move out (laughs) and the raccoons look at each other and then at fluttershy and go And and they start tearing things up and being raccoons. Woo! So Rarity is in her happy place. She's in the window display. She's found some of her Rarity-esque zen. A window display is the first thing customers see. And if they like it, they'll walk inside and experience the glory that is my boutique. And inside, it's a bit different. (laughs) Uh, I don't know which one of you to hire. Just... Keep guessing fabrics! Daddy, Rarity's friend doesn't like my ideas. Spoon clothes is a good idea! Oh no! Not a shopping music mashup! <laughs> and raccoons are chasing after, after everything. I'm sorry, I'm sorry! And so Rarity starts to magic the doorknob to the window display just to get a breath of fresh air, check what's going on. To see what's going in. And Twilight sees this and uses her magic and rushes over to stop the door from opening. In slow motion. (laughs) How's it? Ooh. We cut to the cafe. When you write the story, could you maybe skip over the part where we locked Rarity in the window display? (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, geez. <laughs> so this is not good. Nope, they've locked their friend in a closet. This is very how are the Duke boys going to get out of this one moment, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, it does feel a little Dukes of Hazard there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hello, 
The door appears to be stuck. Yep, we're working on it. Hmm. Well, shouldn't let this time go to waste. And so all the ponies are nervous. We see them all. They all start looking at the camera. How did this happen? I shut down the party. Otto Platt's traps. No. I asked the raccoons to leave. I asked a lot of fabric questions. Just like, like I, I thought, thought Rarity, Rarity would, would want. Rarity asked us to help her with everything because she knows all of us so well. She knows how much you care for animals. She trusts you to solve the problem your way. Says that to Fluttershy. Maybe we should all do the same. Doing this our way is what Rarity wants. It's not too late. Let's all dig in and we can fix this. And like, everything's still a hot mess. Before Rarity founds out how bad we messed up. And so we cut to Fluttershy. Just talking to the raccoons. I'm sorry I asked you to leave. The place is yours if you want to stay. They're all super happy. <laughs> Though I would like to ask you just one small favor. And they all make a mm, face. <laughs> so then we got Pinky is up, you know, trying to talk to DJ Pone 3. And as she's talking to her, the bouncer is dragging her away. <laughs> I'm sorry I made you play that unfun, super boring music. But if you're up for it, I have an idea to make the party even better. And DJ Pwn 3 nods. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm up for this because DJ Pwn 3 is the shit. <laughs> I love DJ Pwn 3. They're really cool. They've used her so much more this season and I, it's just so cute. <laughs> it's very cute. Okay. I don't get fabric, but I do get speed. And I need some pony fast enough to help all the customers Rarity's going to have. So first one to the river and back gets the job. And none of them leave. They all are just staring at her blankly. It's a race. Go! And one of the ponies actually takes off and starts going. And the other two are kind of like, huh? And then the second pony starts to kind of walk, but not very quickly. And the third pony, the Carl Lagerfeld pony, just is like, no. Trots nose in air. Yeah. <clears throat> Mr. Straps, I owe your daughter an apology. She's got good ideas and I should give them a chance. So here's what I'm thinking. And so we, we kind of pull out, we see the city and, you know, and now it changes to that that night, and we zero in on Rarity's in the window. She's finished. Perfect. And so she rattles the doorknob, and she falls out the door. She's about to charge the door, <laughs> and then Twilight opens it. Well, looks like we fixed the door just in time. Oh, what's all this? And we see that the store is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It looks good. Cut to the cafe. The whole place organized by style, cross-referenced by size, and reverse indexed by fabrics. She'll be able to find anything in three seconds flat. It was some of my best work. <laughs> Twilight bragging about organizing is one of my favorite things. Whenever <laughs> Twilight Sparkle is Monica Geller, I am happy with life. Because it's the best. Oh, I knew I could count on you. All right. I suppose this is the moment of truth. So she opens the door and instead of that weird honk, we get a nice little ring and Rarity like smiles about it. And we go outside and we see this giant line. And at the end of the line, there's a squirrel. Yep. And yep. the bus pony shoos the squirrel away. Yeah. No, no squirrels for you. Oh dear. I wasn't quite prepared for such a crowd. How will I handle them all? My name's Blue Bobbin. I'll be your personal shopping assistant this evening. Right this way, every pony, and one of our talented sales ponies can help you out. Cut to the cafe. Honestly, they were all pretty slow, but they finished the race. Plus, they knew a lot more about fabric than I did, so I hired them all. <laughs> okay, that's not... Rainbow Dash is bad at business, too. 
She's bad. She's bad at the business. (laughs) She's bad at the business of fashion, that's for sure. For sure. So we're back in the store, and then the lights start to change, and they do that that laser thing, and the the music starts, and the dancers come out. The way I see it, Rarity designs fashion. DJ Pwn 3 designs beats. What better combination than a boutique dance club? That's Pinky at the cafe, and then all of a sudden the check comes, and we see this giant pile of dishes, and she quickly like shoves the check at the journalist. And then we cut to the store, and we see the raccoons are serving food. <laughs> and we go back to the cafe. After a quick bath, they were more than willing to help. And the raccoons are there, and she's about to take a bite of a pie, and they eat all of the pie instead. Hmm. Which is the meanest thing that's ever happened. They are <laughs> raccoons. But but you shouldn't eat other people's pie. Yeah, it's it's rude to take other people's pie. Cake, like, sure. Cool. Pie, no. <laughs> Weirdly, I feel like Fluttershy is used to this. It's still wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> Stupid raccoons. <laughs> oh, a blue corn reduction with shallot confit. But how can I possibly enjoy it without a... Spoon... And we see Plaid Stripe, she's got these spoon gloves on that she hands to this dude. She looks like Edward Scissorhands, <laughs> but with spoons and a little too intense. So, yeah, like Edward Scissorhands. Cut to the cafe. Told you spoon clothes ain't such a bad idea. And so we see that the shopping pony likes the food that's being served. And is wearing the spoon gloves. Yeah, he's wearing the spoon gloves. Mm-hmm. So now we cut back to Rarity's home, and she's actually reading the rest of the article. In the end, Rarity's grand opening was a smashing success. True, it got off to a rocky start, but somehow this ragtag group of ne'er-do-wells, oh heavens, I think he means you, came (laughs) together and created the perfect boutique. A vision of Rarity combined with the expertise of her friends. This reporter, for one, is a believer. Why didn't you tell me there were so many problems? We all figured you had enough on your mind. And we didn't want you to think that the opening wasn't perfect. Well, ne'er do wells or not, I know I can always count on all of you. And nothing could be more perfect than that. Aww. Aww. And then we cut to the cafe and we see plaid stripes using her spoon gloves to eat things in the cafe. With her big, giant, bracy smile. <laughs> very, very cute. Oh, it's the end of the episode! The end. It's a cute one. Rarity gets no points. That's fine. <laughs> Rarity ended season five with a 7.5. Mm-hmm. Status is quo. Yeah. The status it's... is quo with Rarity. This is way more about the main six anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's weirdly a reverse of, I think it's a season one episode in which Rarity is making dresses for all of them and tries to give them exactly what they ask for. Instead mm-hmm. of making her dresses yeah. for them. I like this one mostly because I love the format of the episode. Oh my gosh. Because mm-hmm. they took what could have been a really boring and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens where they're focusing on each pony. Because when they've done that, we've said, get rid of half of them because we don't need to do this for all six. No. Mm-hmm. They made it, let's comment with one quick line and a visual gag on what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so that works, especially when you have all six of them, because we didn't like we didn't do things too many times, which yeah. also gets really obnoxious. So I I really like this episode, even though it's a rarity episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got one on me. <laughs> all right. 
Kate, you have a very important decision. Yes. We have three random ponies. Who's it going to be? Who's the winner? See, now now I'm all distraught. It's Flash Dancer, Pacific mm-hmm. Glow, and Azura Velour. My initial feeling is Pacific Glow because it sounds like a tropical drink and I want one. Fair and yes. But you've swayed me and brought me in a new direction by pointing out that Azur Velour is very much a John Ralphio here. And since I I am so on board with this being uh, a Parks and Rec <gasps> flavored, like, I, I love it. It's, it's, I gotta go with, with my, my good pal Azur Velour. Flash Dancer is Mona Lisa Saperstein. Oh my god. It's true, you know it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. My heart is so happy right now. <laughs> I'm just so excited about life. I love Parks and Rec so much. I know. It's so <sighs> good. It's just, just so good. Uh, it brings me so much joy. Okay, so this was hilarious. It was fun. Thank you so much for being with us, Kate. Yes. Absolutely my pleasure. Always. I love coming and hanging with you guys. If people want more of Kate, where can they find more Kate? The easiest place to find me is at Argon Kitten, A-R-G-O-N, the element, K-I-T-T-E-N, the fuzzy thing. That's where you can find me on Twitter. And I'm online. You can find me. I'm really not hard to find. So until next time. Bye, everypony. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.